This one lady said, told my sister that works with her that we've been knowing her. Hey, hey everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome hey. to the original Blueprint Podcast. Hey, so tonight we are going to be talking about the cosmic laws of awareness. Yeah. And this is something that we've been talking about on Clubhouse for like the last, I don't know, I guess like week or so. But as we've been reading them, we're finding out so much more about what we already thought to be true. Mm-hmm. It's like confirmation for us, but also some of them are just so good. We wanted to share them with you guys because these are things that, you know, normal people do not talk about. But if we had this information years ago, our perception of life in general would be absolutely different. Mm-hmm. So we want to share them with you guys. So I know we had a few that we really loved. And I know, do you want to talk about the ones that like hit us the hardest first? Or should I give like a little over, let me give a little overview of them. Yeah. Maybe. Uh-huh. So I came across this, this reading I guess it's a book. I found the PDF version of it. And it's called The Cosmic Laws of Cosmic Awareness. And the introduction basically goes over, like I'll read the first paragraph. Mm -hmm. It just says, to those who come in contact with the universal laws of cosmic awareness for the first time, the following three questions may be relevant. What are universal laws? What is cosmic awareness? And who or what is capable of formulating these laws? And then the introduction goes through that. Mm -hmm. And it really introduces what they are. But I mean, this, it's, it's long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. If you guys do want to read it though, I can link it. I could probably link it in my Instagram if anybody wanted to go and like check that out. Mm -hmm. But Some of them, for instance, like the first one is the universal law. That was like the very first one. Then it talks about the law of love, the law of mercy, the law of gratitude, the law of one. Like there are tons and tons of these in here. But I don't know, Tangent, do you want to talk about the one that hit you the hardest first? You know. I know that (laughs) a lot of them were like. Oh, what? Yeah. But you know what? When I thought about it, when you just said that, the one that hit me the most, I don't know if we should go into that one yet. Do you think so? Yeah, why not? And then we'll branch off from there. Yeah, because the law of poverty. Oh. Mm. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So we could probably wait for that one. But I, one that really stuck with me, too, though, is the law of relativity. Mm. That, that stuck with me. So let me see. Let me see what page that's on, and then we can reread it. And it's so it's so funny because these are actual like laws, and there's so many of them. But you know what? Like when you just said it was a law, the universal laws, and then it ends up with the law of the universe too, right? Yeah, it was the law, uh, the universal law, and then. The law of the universe was the last one. Mm, And then I know that the ones in between. Oh, here we go. So here's the law of relativity. So Mm -hmm. I'll read it really quick and then we'll just go and like we'll discuss what we got from it. 
So it says, as the experience continues, greater awareness and the desire for more understanding increases. The entity, the force, then probes to begin into the nature of those forces outside of its own control, outside of its own understanding. This awareness indicates, as this occurs, the quality of reason, the rational approach begins to develop. And in this development, there comes about an aspect of consciousness which desires to put things in order, to classify, to see things in retrospect, to see things in order of cause and effect. In the order of polarities and their relationship to one another, and in the order of relative placement and relationship. This awareness indicates that the consciousness then begins to observe from a particular viewpoint. And that particular viewpoint brings forth an observation and an understanding of the nature of outside forces, which are peculiar to that particular viewpoint. This awareness indicates this as the basis for the law of relativity, which in simplified terms is but the relationship of all things understood by the particular viewpoint from which they are seen. Mm -hmm. This awareness indicates as the viewpoint shifts, the relative relationship of those things also becomes different. The train moving at a particular rate of speed in relation to the entity standing beside the tracks is somewhat different from the rate of speed of another train passing in the opposite direction or of an automobile traveling in the same direction as the train. This awareness indicates the relative viewpoint of an entity looking at an elephant from the front is somewhat different from the entity looking at an elephant from an airplane or the entity from beneath the elephant or the entity from behind the elephant. This awareness indicates that each viewpoint is relative and each is accurate, and yet the descriptions will be totally different. Mm. That, that, I'm sorry. Because to me, I feel like we, I think that we don't give, we don't look at it like that with, with people. No. You know what I mean? And if people can have their own, they can have their own perspective about something. That's one of the things that really, really got to me in my in my healing journey is the fact that I never thought of perspective. Right. And that's what made me to be like a little bit more balanced in, in my thought pattern because it's like you might have a certain type of outlook on something that's different than somebody else's. But we have like this whole way, a conglomerate way of, of like thinking and doing stuff and okay, I have to eat breakfast this morning, but what if I don't really, or I have to eat this for breakfast in the morning, just stuff like that. Like, I, what if I don't want that in the morning? Like, I don't like, like, like sweet stuff, like, like sugary, like pancake syrup, all that kind of stuff in the morning. You know what I mean? But right. I'm just saying like, it's still just, it's just a matter of down to like the perspective of a person or, you know, how somebody else is seeing it or how it's even being viewed from what viewpoint is it being looked at from. You know what I mean? Well, because you can't even... <laughs> it's so crazy because we live in our own little worlds where we think 
that what we say is gospel. Right. And like, that's just what, like my world is how it is. And the way I look at things is how I look at them. But that doesn't mean anybody else's. Like, and that's something that I used to not be like aware of. So I would just sit and think that everybody had to understand like, like what, you know, like what was going on in my little world. Like it's my perspective. Like you, no one will ever view what I'm doing through my eyes or, or how I feel through my body. Like no one can do that. So it's really like when we read that and like thinking about it like that, it makes so much sense because that's something we should afford that to everybody. Mm -hmm. And like a lot for a long time, I didn't, but now it's, now it's something I can do and I understand why it's so important. Like it's so important. And I just want to, I wanted to say Hey to Ashton and Hey Papito. Thank you guys for coming on here. So I don't know. I know that was like, that was a big one. That was a big realization for me. That was a big realization, yeah. Because mm-hmm. everything is just the way you perceive it. And there's no right or wrong answer mm-hmm. in your perception of what you're, what you're doing. Like, no one can tell you you're wrong because it's what you feel. And if so the world functions like that. Yeah, it'd be so imagine. much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to my, for my opinion, it has been like such a low off of me. Um, oh my god yeah because it causes you not to be as judgmental or even like hold something that somebody else should be doing in your like brain it's like you know sometimes you try to like kind of control what somebody's thinking or saying because you try to force your perspective on that person and then you're like your brain is all tightened up and all that it's not even allowing the flow to go i mean i've noticed a huge change in that and also just what somebody else's perspective is not really necessarily hurting you. It's no. really not. You know <laughs> that part. <laughs> so, it's just funny how that has been part that was something that, that rose up in this in this this journey, what have you. You know, it's made me like really see stuff on the broad and have more respect for people. Yes. yes. It makes you respect that person because you because you're actually taking heat and you're actually looking at that person's perspective. And it also kind of opens up some different ways for you to think about stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay. Why well, do you think about like that? Exactly. <laughs> and that's why I feel like, and you know, we've talked about this before, like why it's so important to even have conversations like this because mm-hmm. most people do not realize that your perspective is yours sure. and theirs is theirs. Like, mm-hmm. And I get it because that was me. I was that person. But I think that's why it's so important to open up conversations like this, because if everyone allowed other people to be who they are, Mm -hmm. where they're at, and then it's your choice if you want to still deal with them or not, Mm -hmm. but let people be because you can't change people's perception. They, no one's ever going to see it through your eyes. So you just be good with you and what you're doing and let people be. And if they sync up and are in vibrational alignment with you, mm-hmm. then you guys are going to mesh together and it's not yeah. hard. Right. But if you guys are having different perspectives that mm-hmm. are like two off the wall, mm-hmm. you're not going to resonate with each other anyway. Yeah. 
So it's it's not even like a thing. But if people really let that roll, this world would be very, very, very different. Very, it would be very different. It would be, you know. So that's like when stigmatisms and stuff like that come in or whatever. So we think that those those are all just like something that we should all just you know kind of really stick to. But honestly, <clears throat> once you once you start letting people have their perspective and they, and then you allow for yourself to have your own perspective. It just, it makes you see that it's not even like a stickler, like certain things right. are not so like hard and so solid. You know what I mean? There's room for, for growth. There's room for, for, for it to flow. And there's also room for you to agree to disagree. Yes. And be respectful even of that. Like mm -hmm. there are things that, you know, like I see, and this, yeah, huh, this goes back to even like on Facebook, Mm -hmm. on Instagram. People see a post mm -hmm. and they feel like they gotta show up and be like, well, oh, ma'am. And it's like, no one asked, I didn't ask you yeah. what you're thinking. Thank you for your perspective. I, yeah. I don't, I'm not gonna delete you, mm -hmm. but you have to respect mine just because it's not something that you agree with. Right. Doesn't make what I'm saying wrong. Yeah. It's yeah. right for me. It might not be right for you, but it's that's the perspective. And that is the thing that if people put this into play, we would have a way different society. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Like night and day. Night and day different. It would be. Night and day. So crazy. And then I know, see, for me, the one that stuck out to me the most was mm -hmm. the law of tolerance. And... Mm. When I read this the first time, it kind of like hit me right in the gut mm -hmm. because I wasn't necessarily practicing this law. Mm -hmm. And I was like, now that I've seen it and now that I've read it and I know better, now I have to do better. And I remember feeling like, uh, like a responsibility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To be a better human after I read this. Yeah. So I'll, I'll read it out loud. And this is from um, the Cosmic Laws of Awareness. Mm -hmm. And this is the law of tolerance. It says the law of tolerance is that law which recognizes the divinity in others, even when covered by their masks mm -hmm. and armor of demonic Im imagery and activities or hidden behind the walls of apparent ignorance, sleep, and stupidity. This is my favorite. Or residing in the bowels of lust, greed, and power. The law of tolerance is that law which allows one to speak through these walls and barriers to the divine God cell, which lies buried behind that, these outer layers and awaits the liberation from the deep confines and imprisonment at the center of the self. This awareness suggests you are all gods and must in time learn to speak to each other as though you were addressing gods. Hmm. Whew. And when I read this, I was like, mm, mm, I'm not really doing all that. Like I'm, my mouth's a little loose sometimes and I know everyone comes from the same source. I know everybody, like, we're all one. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't necessarily, it wasn't, 
I wasn't speaking to them as as that. Mm-hmm. And I do struggle with this, you know, daily. Like mm-hmm. it's a daily work for me. But when you start looking at people in their divine self, mm-hmm. and you realize that it's because that's you, and you start looking at yourself as your divine self, right? Life hits different. And I know for some people, they're probably like, who the hell even thinks like that? These laws, like if you if you really read them and like sit with them and kind of like digest it, because these aren't like, like we're going to have to go back and even reread these because yeah. there's yeah. something that you have to really like feel. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when I read this the first, first time, I was like, what? Like I have to practice speaking to people as divine manifestations of source walking on earth. Like I got to do that and I'm better with it now. Am I perfect? No, no, I have my days, but it's so important to recognize the divinity in people. And there's even that there's a, um, an affirmation and it says, I salute the divinity in myself and others. Mm-hmm. And I was writing that for like a long time to even start the process of thinking about people like that mm-hmm. because people think we're just bodies here. Yeah. They don't realize that they are literal, like literally made up of stardust, like whole divine universe beings. Like people mm-hmm. don't, nobody's looking at themselves like that, but that's really the reality of who we are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, to to know that this is like a, a, a cosmic law, and it, it, you know, even though maybe we haven't done the best at, at practicing that, like where, like, kind of look at where is that coming from? Like, why, mm-hmm. why has that been a, the case? You know what I mean? Why aren't we looking at each other in that way? You know what I mean? And I feel like I'm 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 I'm, I'm like sometimes too tolerant of <laughs> like I, I really am because I don't I don't. Because I do look at people across the board, like I just like I don't like my first initial thing is not to look at them in a in a negative light. You know what right. I mean? So it's almost like once I find out that that's not the case, maybe sometimes I'm naive to that. It's really like a mind blower, but right. um, it's not necessarily a mind blower. But it's more like okay, well, I'm going to have to pull back on the tolerance. I'm going to have to pull back on how I've been because evidently that wasn't something that was. I guess reciprocated, you know what I mean? But but it, it causes me to, I guess, kind of see like if I do see that that's not being um, like, if that's something that somebody's not doing or if I'm not doing it, I'm looking at why, like where, where I get this thought from. Like, is it something that I learned, like learned behavior? Right. Or is it something that that person is actually doing in that moment? Or is it like, is it is it like a... um. What do you call it when it's like a uh, um, striking a nerve? But like, what do you call it when the people like, say like when um, it brings up a oh like a like a triggering a trigger of? yeah yeah or something like that you know what I mean kind of just seeing where that come, where it's coming from right you know and just and like gauging it from there not saying it's gonna it'd be like you're gonna get, gonna be done with it overnight but just kind of like seeing where it is because you know it could be something that they're actually doing that is making right. you feel that way. But 
Well, that was the big thing for me that I was like, all right, well, you're talking crazy to some people. Yeah. Not like random, like people I meet at first. I, no, that's right. all. Always love because mm-hmm. why not? But then like people that I might have had like an issue with or something, I'd really be like trying to not run my mouth mm-hmm. and remember. But, you know, it's also within me that I got to work on stuff. And that's what these laws too, like they, they, they deal with you. these laws make you deal with yourself. Mm-hmm. And one thing I hope that people take away from this entire series, podcast, anything we say mm-hmm. is to really go within yourself and see what it's talking about for you. Yeah. Like people are too quick to look for someone to tell them what to think. Like even the stuff we're presenting tonight, like, we're not asking you to take this as gospel. Mm-hmm. Take this back and sit with what we're talking about. Right. Because that's what you have to do with any information that's presented to you. Mm-hmm. Sit with it. Does it resonate with you? If it does, great. If it doesn't, throw it in the garbage. Like, right. it's, it's just a tool. Like, I look at everybody as it's some, some I can learn something from everybody. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know who you're talking to. You really don't. You don't know what life experience people have, what they've been through, who they, who they've spoken to, what insight they have. So always take what people say, listen to it. What is that saying? Like, um, take the meat and leave the bones or something. Yeah. And I used to not be able to do that. I used to be very sensitive. Like I couldn't, separate people from what they were saying okay like i couldn't i like i even on clubhouse like i wouldn't go in certain rooms because i was too sensitive for the actual topic right and i didn't like because it was very like ruckusy mm-hmm. kind of talks you know but mm-hmm. i couldn't i couldn't like pull apart and just be objective and sit and get the information and i have learned now to do that and just kind of take what I need from what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. And I don't even look at the person who's saying it now. Yeah. I don't I don't look at that because it's really just source working through people. Yeah. So I don't look at the people anymore. I, I just kind of listen and take what I need and keep it moving. So like anybody that's even listening, like, you know, look at what we're talking about. Like you don't take our word for it. Just look at like i'll put the link maybe i'll put the link in the chat right now yeah you know it's, it's funny too like um just when we were like doing how we were orchestrating the diamond suit rooms and stuff like that um i think that gave a huge open door to just like listening to people's perspective and kind of like the whole this is what i heard thing mm-hmm. so that, you know, because that's what you hear as a person. So you can't really tell somebody else what they heard. You know what I'm that saying? Part. And you can't really, I mean, you can make it up, but that's like kind of like, <laughs> that's like weird. This is what I heard and I make up something like, come on. Like, really? But people aren't really like, when you're not like, when you're not sure of who you are, mm-hmm. it's almost like even to, have your own perspective on something is hard for people 
because I remember even when I first found the Diamond Sutra and we were like reading in the room mm -hmm. and I was listening to people and what they got from it. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like you really got to think. And unfortunately, like people don't think. I know that sounds terrible, but it's it's very true. Like people don't think because they're they just copy paste, copy paste, mm, take what okay. take somebody's thought. Take so like when I first came in there, I was like, Oh, I love I love this because right. this is getting my brain moving. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't miss a day because I was like, wow, like I feel productive. Yeah. Just even brainstorming with a group of people who actually were thinkers. Mm -hmm. And that for me is just the icing on the cake of like life to find people that are thinkers that have perspectives of their own that are not computer generated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your grandpa told you and mm -hmm. you're like, oh yes, grandpa, that's what I'm thinking. No, like, it's from your heart. It's what, and there, there's no right or wrong answer. Right. And I think that's the most amazing part of like everything mm -hmm. is people sit and have conversations like that. And you don't have to make it up. It's just what you perceived. Yeah. And it's right for you. It can't be wrong. And that's very freeing. That helped me. That, yes. That was, that was such an eye opener. Ooh, that, that was, that was big for me. Mm -hmm. That was huge for me because I was like, wait, I don't have to have the right answer. Right. I just have what to have it? my answer. Right. Yeah. And I that was it. I ran with that because now, even with the last law that we read, mm -hmm. it's only your perspective. You cannot assign people. You cannot tell people how to think. Mm -hmm. It's your perspective. It's what you get. And I love that because that's something... That was life changing. Even this, this is life changing for this me. Is life changing, like right now, like because I'm thinking about like how perspective can also lead to projecting. Yeah, because like if you have your own perspective, right, and you're not really respecting the fact that people have their own perspective, then you could project your own way on somebody else because you want them. Because we're so used to to like having that camaraderie or whatever about something or about everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, not really like owning your own feelings and your own thoughts right. about stuff. So it's easy. It's like that's the norm. Is go ahead and project, and it's more arguments when you do that. All that kind of yep. stuff. You know what I mean? But then when you really, when you really respect somebody for their perspective, it's kind of, it kind of, it just cuts down on the argument back and forth. Like it's like, okay, well I see how you see that, or I can see what you, where you're coming from, or I might not even see where you're coming from, but I respect that you have your own way of looking at it. You know right. I mean? they took the time to even think about it. Yeah. Instead of trying to put your whatever you think on that other person. Like, no. You know, but yes, yeah, so, it's, it's great. I know I know the one that you really loved was the law of poverty. And I kind of feel like we should get into that because that <sighs> when people hear that. I know we've talked about the abundance book. We've talked about creating from the unseen. Mm -hmm. We've talked about all these things. However, knowing this, knowing this information, <laughs> you can shift your total reality by hearing this and realizing what's being put out within the masses yeah. 
and see what is going on for real and then change your perception of what is going on here. Yep. So it is like huge. Let me look up the page really quick and pop to it. I couldn't believe that that was just like, even like all these laws, I can't believe this is even a thing, you know? And, 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 and then it was like a law, the law of poverty, like, wow. And then the fact that it was like 10 of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go through like, here, wait, here it is. I'll go through like the first five and then we'll mm -hmm. pause and then we'll go through the rest. Okay. Okay. So. The law of poverty states that to the degree one withholds one's productivity and energy in hopes someone else will offer theirs instead. <laughs> to that same degree, an entity earns and experiences poverty. The law of poverty states that to the degree one withholds productivity and energy in hopes of someone else will offer theirs instead mm -hmm. to that same degree. And then, oh, this is the one that repeats it twice. I don't know why it does that. Mm -hmm. Okay. A second aspect of poverty comes to any who are productive and giving, but who fail to properly take hold and claim their proper reward in a suitable manner. A third aspect of poverty comes to those who attempt to unfairly claim the energies of another. A fourth aspect of poverty comes to those who squander their blessings, spending their energies in a wasteful manner until they have spent their time, money, health, mind, or other assets and have nothing left. Mm -hmm. A fifth aspect of poverty comes to those who become so fixated on pinching pennies mm -hmm that they lose their friends, health, and opportunities for being penny-wise and pound-foolish. Such persons often reject others or good opportunities in hasty reaction and poor discernment of the situation, thus losing a valuable asset or friend, and they may fail to avoid someone or something when it would be wise, when it would be wise to do so. For not everything can be accepted or one will suffer from excessive garbage filling one's life. Mm. So I'm going to pause there for a second. But I think about like when I was growing up, mm -hmm. I would hear people say like, oh, like they were penny pinchers and all that's like hoarding, like hoarding, mm -hmm. you know, in general. Yeah. And that's what that's making me think of because for me, like when you hold on to things uh -huh. and even money, right? Yeah. You're holding on to it so tightly because you're afraid that you're not going to get more. Mm -hmm. But really, ultimately, we live in a world of abundance. Right. So whatever you let go of, it's going to come right back to you. Yeah. But you gotta let it go and you have to spend like obviously spend wisely you know do the you know spend with good energy yeah but if you hold on to it you're blocking up there's no there's no movement there's no movement right so right. that's that's what i was thinking about as i'm reading this because mm -hmm. 
you know, I hear people say all the time, oh, I got to pinch my pennies. Oh, I got to save. I got to right. But while you're saying that mm -hmm. out of the corner of your mouth, you're not realizing that like it's literally against like a cosmic law. It is. It is. And what's so funny that just, you know, from us reading the abundance book, see, when we're not even taught this type of stuff, mm -hmm. then we live in a society where some some are are so called impoverished and some are not, or or you know, just some people just come from a certain type of background and stuff like that. Or jobs because you don't know like if that's gonna be a full time job or not. you know, just certain situations, circumstances, and it causes you to look at that as the thing. You know what I mean? Right. But like we're learning right now, the source source is your supply, right? So yeah. The fact that that law is in place um, is funny to me. And then the fact that if you knew where your source really came from, then you wouldn't really have really a problem in that area of, right. you know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like it's more of like the mindset, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's 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 perpetuating that. And it's it's kind of a hard thing to say because then because if you don't, you not look at it on a spiritual level, then it's like okay, right. what are you talking about? But if you look at it from a spiritual aspect and a special spiritual point of what is really truly what we what we have access to, then that's just a whole different dynamic when it comes down to, to this subject of poverty. Well, people think that like, and I the, I I was people, so let's just put that disclaimer right, out there. Right. Yeah, I thought that money was like something. Yeah. Okay, something that gave me value. Mm -hmm. Little did I know, I'm the value. Yes. <laughs> so I had to see that on that level first because mm -hmm. see, people link their value with how much is in their bank account. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean. Right. That doesn't make you as a wow. person. Wow. And it took me, it took me years to wow. understand that. Mm. And like now as we're learning and as we're like starting to like, you know, settle into the concepts, like mm -hmm. money, money is a spiritual thing mm -hmm. because you are spiritual. You are a spirit. Right. You are literally a soul in a body. Yeah. Like, so you're, you're trying to do 3D shit yeah. and wondering why you're broke Maybe. when you're not 3D. You're so not. what... So it doesn't even make like as I'm saying, I'm like, it's you know, it's so funny. It's it, it is, it's ugly because it's ugly. I'm sitting here trying to figure out how to do things here, but really the source of my supply is is spiritual. That's that's my God self, my higher mm -hmm. self. So I gotta look at it from that perspective mm -hmm. and then allow that to shift and show up here in its yeah. form, yeah, not the other way around. And like, even I know we talked about like how source, you know, source is working through people. God mm -hmm. works through people. Yes. So when you're getting money and you're looking at people like they're doing it for you, mm -hmm. it's not even the people. No. It's source working through people. And when I started understanding this concept, like mm -hmm. now I can sit and see how it really is working yeah how things are just coming in mm -hmm. 
like literally coming in because literally. I'm not looking at it as, as oh bless you, as like a physical thing. Mm -hmm. I'm looking, I'm knowing now that I am provided for abundantly, like all sufficient supply yes. from source, like that now will show up here physically because no. I understand it in a different yeah. way now, not yeah. in the like, oh yeah, well, I just gotta like make money. Mm -hmm. No, it's not how it works. You're right. It's not how it works. And I know if you're absolutely right. Like if you're not looking at it in a spiritual aspect, it's it not gonna be weird. It's gonna be seeming like weird what people are talking what we're talking about, but it's just changing your mind. It's just change it's it's, it's changing your mind. And like I, I didn't even know what that meant at first, but mm -mm. really renewing your mind, renewing your mindset. Yeah. It just it just takes away like the worry and I, and I just like see how when you are worried about those type of things then you produce and then you like you create more you create more like and I'm telling you I used to, I used to be mad at all this stuff so I can understand <laughs> who's mad about what I'm saying or for the first time hearing it I was pissed like what like what do you mean yeah. I'm creating that or what are you talking about like you know what yeah, I mean but then, you say that to me <laughs> I don't even know what took place for me to start really looking at that. Like maybe because I was doing the same thing and then getting the same results. Different results. Yeah, but I was getting the same results and I was like, hold up. So then I maybe considered what that was saying or something like that. I don't know. Something has to spark in you. Yeah. Or else it I mean, it'll be an idea that somebody's saying to you and you'll be like, oh, okay. Or you'll be like, shut up. Like, what are you talking about? Like like yeah, not, like you know, we're talking no, people get mad when you here. talk about this. People get mad because hey, I was, I was, I was people. I, that's what I'm. That's why, like, yeah. if anyone ever wonders, like, who do these two think they are? We've been there, done that. Bought the T-shirt, got on the ride, Man. took the carousel. Like we've done. Like we can speak to this because we've literally transformed our mindsets. Like we've transformed our lives. <laughs> Still, like, this is, like, ever, ever progressing, but, like, our mindsets used to, we used to be absolutely different people. Mm -hmm. And, like, now the way that we are able to move throughout this world is because we did the work, the inner work. Yep. You know, people think you say, oh, I did the work, and they're wondering if you have, a, like, a fucking hammer. No, I don't mean, like, I don't mean, like, going to work. I mean, like working on yourself like no for real working on yourself that is your only job here and it's a hell of a job so Oof. like once you start doing that you really don't have no time to worry about what nobody else is doing you nope. really don't honestly if you over here worried about what somebody else is doing you couldn't be working on yourself you just no you can't you it's, can't. Such a, it's such a honestly like when I so when I first like woke up when I had my awakening last year I remember thinking to myself because I was like shit like I I got a lot of work to do but how am I going to have the time like I'm a mom I got three kids mm -hmm. I work I got a little side thing mm -hmm. I was on Clubhouse all the time. I'm like, how am I going to make this work for me? Like, what does that look like for me? Mm -hmm. And I literally left that job, 
because I was like, this doesn't even resonate with me. I left mm -hmm. that job, started doing something else, literally hunkered down in myself and mm -hmm. started looking at me. Right. All of it. The um, ugly, the ugly parts of me that I still wasn't like ready to really like deal with. And I'm like, how am I going to like really work on me? Like, because I knew when I woke up, I literally knew I was supposed to be like working on myself full time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? That doesn't even make sense to me. Oh my God. I can't believe you're saying that. That is so true. Full time. What? I was like, wait, like, my gosh. job is to, to evolve. Oh shit. Like that's, that's a lot of work. So yeah. I didn't even know, but at the time I'm like, Oh, forget it. Like, this is crazy shit. And I like literally was like, forget it. And I tried to go back to regular life. Right. So I'm sitting here making my chicken nuggets and vacuuming and shit. And I'm like, this isn't it, bro. This is not it. I'm telling you. This is not what I'm supposed to do. Like, excuse me. <laughs> like I'm sitting there like right. trying to avoid and not because I didn't want to go within, but because I didn't think I didn't believe that I could sit and, and, and have the capability to do it. I didn't yeah. think I'd be able to do the, any of this mm -hmm. at all. And I don't, I don't know why I didn't believe in myself more than, but I think it's because it was such like a foreign concept. Like I told you, I didn't, I didn't even know what spiritual awakening was. I had no idea what this even was. I had no idea. So to have it happen and then process through it, what? Like, okay. Okay. And, and I know there are people out there that probably, you know, maybe have never heard of a spiritual awakening or don't think that it's real or something. This is something celebrated in other cultures. Mm -hmm. It is celebrated. It is like, oh my God, you're awake. Like, woo. Yeah, like, yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> like, but here they're like, oh, that bitch is crazy. No, 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 no. See, that's not it. That ain't it. But in other countries, they're like, yes, girl. Ooh, we're so proud. Like people that I knew in other countries, like India, they were like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, I'm like scared to death to mm -hmm. even tell anybody that I even thought this. Yeah. Petrified to say a word. Petrified. I'm like, I can't be telling people this. They're going to be like, really? Oh yeah, that's great. Like, sure. But then like now... I know there's other people out there who are going through the same thing. Yeah. The same thing. And more and more people are, you know, so that's why it's just good that, you know, at this point, I, I'm, like I said, I'm very unapologetic about where I am because I'm yep. looking at, um, I'm looking at what we talked about with the, the spiritual loss because it's so refreshing. It's almost like I, I thought about these things and I, I'm, and I would say maybe it, it came to me about these things, but then, the fact that it's, it's actual cosmic laws is like making me be like, oh, you can't tell me nothing. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's already written down. It's already yeah. written. See, and that's the thing. All this, these things, oh, it's, it's been written. All the, and you don't even know what people are talking. You don't even know what's going on. But it's no. actually already written. It's already literally. Written. <laughs> like literally. So, I mean, it's more like, when because because we just say stuff like believe it. Like, I think our, our language and everything 
is so what the dictionary is saying that it is or yeah. an outer projection of what it is. But this thing is more like feeling. Like, yes. Because believing yes. to me now is more feeling that yeah. I can. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Knowing is, is more like knowing that I can. But it's not a, it's not words. It's not Mm-mm. talking about it. I, you know, so I was talking to my friend today and we were talking about how I left the situation, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, girl, you know, she's my friend, so I don't care. She said, she's like, girl, I was just jealous how you just up and just walked away and you did this and did that. But we were laughing about it. And I was like, what are you talking about? She said, yes. She said, because I just couldn't do it. I, I know what I need to do it and all that time, type of stuff, but I just couldn't do it, right? And I said, you know what? And this is, this is, this is when somebody knows something from experience based on them trying to tell you something because right. they just want to like be judgmental towards you or girl, you need to, you need to do this or you need to do that. Um, Cause I wouldn't be doing this. And I wouldn't be doing that. I didn't right, never right. judge her. I was just like, okay, you will, you will, you will. But then when I did it, it was like, I felt into it. Like it was literally like, I can't do this no more. Right. So I was able to tell it's so funny. Cause she's like, I finally, did what I need to do, and you could tell in her voice, you could tell with some of the things that she was saying. That's how you can tell about people, too. Like, you can tell how they move and how they, what they say, right? Right, she was like, I did A, B, C, D, or whatever. And I was like, Okay, I said, And you know what? I said, Isn't it a feeling? I said, Isn't it like a, a fed up radar in you, as right. opposed to you saying, Like, most of the time, you're like, I'm done, I'm through, I'm finished, and you uh-huh. voice all this, you're not done, you're not finished, you're not through, you know what I mean. But when no, you one day it just happened, right? You know what I mean. And so I'm saying that in, re- in re- reverence to like just, um, you know, um, just the growth in in myself. It's not something that I know now. There's something. It's not something I could like really necessarily do as a physical right. doing. It's more like a. It's like a feeling. It you feel into it. And then it's like, because when you try to do it and then you and you feel like you didn't do, like make the cut or whatever, uh-huh. then you're hard pressed judging yourself, you're hard pressed like um, comparing yourself, you know what I'm saying? But when you realize it's coming from within and it's like kind of like baby steps, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, and, you're, and, you're, and you're being patient with yourself and you're feeling into it, then when it just clicks, it just clicks. You know what I mean? And then you start getting this momentum of how that feels as opposed to how the other way felt. And you just choose. The yeah, end. you keep you choosing. I mean? yep. You keep choosing. My mom used to always say, um, don't forget to choose. I always <laughs> say, don't forget to choose. And it's like so much, so many things. I, I, I just, for me, I think, like I said, it's a feel, it's feel. Cause somebody can tell you something like we talked about earlier, but it's not going to hit you until it hits you. Right. Right. It has to be, it has to be you experiencing it or it's not going to make sense. It's not going to make sense. And that's okay. But you have to respect that. Just because mm-hmm. you're telling, I remember telling somebody stuff so I'm blue in the face or my significant other or my ex-husband. And it's like, cause we take these vials and we think, Oh, da, da, da. like we become one, all this type of stuff, but really it's still having respect for that person as an individual right. that they're yeah. not really there yet, right? And so just because you're there does not mean that they're there. Right. But that's because 
it's a really an experience. Mm-hmm. It's not just something you can just tell somebody and they just click and get it like overnight. That's not how that's not how it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And especially God, there's so many things. Like it's almost like I'm I'm thinking about like when my mom died mm-hmm. and everybody was like, Oh God, that must be so hard and oh you must be da da and I was like mm, you don't really know because you still have both your parents. And I oh, used that- to I used to say that shit a lot to people because I I couldn't I couldn't stand that people assumed they knew how I felt. And this goes back to the law of the first law we read. It's literally that it's your perception. Yes, because it's your perception. Mm -hmm. So if you're sitting there and you're you're seeing it from how you had it happen, Mm -hmm. and then you're hearing people say, oh, yeah, 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 but you haven't been through it. That's why I think yeah, it's it's a no. And like that's with anything. Like even when I got my felony, the things that I heard from people, I'm like, ma'am, you you don't you can't you you can't speak to this. You can't you really speak can't. to it because you have not been through it. So don't don't come to me and tell me about me mm-hmm. and what I'm going through. And even everyday life now, like with all the things we've been through, like you haven't been through something, you cannot speak to it. You Mm -hmm. just can't. It's the way it is. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, a lot of people try to speak about things that they don't have the basis for. You know what? You know, that's so true. And and, and, and it's so funny how when you pay attention to certain things, how maybe when it comes around for you, it's just, you look at it in a, in a, different type of way because when my ex-husband <clears throat> lost his mom, who I was very, very close to. I could only just be there for him, but I did not I did not understand. Right. I didn't understand. Right. I did not understand. Like he would yeah. be I would look him for him all over the house and he would be like curled up in the closet. This man is like six four. Like, I'm just like all I could do is just hug you. I could, all I can do is just be some type of be moral support. But when I lost my mom, I'm telling you, I literally was trying to run into traffic. You know what I mean? Oh my God. I, I couldn't even breathe. I couldn't even function. I, I like, you know what I'm saying? But, but you know what it, it helped me with? It helped me to still like love and admire that people still have their moms. Right, you know right. Because I mean? some people would be like, Oh, you have your mom, or it's Mother's Day, and da 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 da. Whole thing, and I just would not allow myself to, to like, I, I'm not saying I didn't like feel like, dang, like I miss her, and I wish she was here, or those type of things like triggered something in me. But to see other people with their moms was like a joy for me, because right, right, right. why? Because I got a chance to see how it was for somebody else to lose their parent, and then I lost my parent, my mom. I'm gonna say mom. Cause I don't really, I, ugh, I don't even want to think about anything else, but I got a chance to see somebody lose their mom. And then I lost my mom and I see how pressured it is, is to have a mom because mm-hmm. it wasn't always like perfect with me and my mom, but like for her not to be here is like, dang, 
I, what I can give for her to just get on my nerve, you know what I mean, or something. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. But, but I just love to see people with their mom. I just love to see people with their mom. Right. You know. And that's something that for other people could like trigger the shit out of them because I know, like for me, for a long time, like especially Mother's Day, mm-hmm. I was like, Yeah, you can. Well, I'm good. Yeah. But then a couple years ago, I was like, I'm a mother. Why am I being a hater? And then I was like upset with myself for a minute because I'm like, you can't let stuff that happened to you jade you like that. And also like my kids want to celebrate me. So like, even though we know all these holidays are made up and shit, like Mother's Day should be every day. Like, let's just throw that out there. Mother's Day should be every day. But like now I see it through the eyes of a mother versus uh-huh. like the daughter, like the yeah. grieving daughter. Yeah. So now I can like be like, oh, like, okay. Like, and that's, that's something that I, I tend to meet a lot of people who have lost a parent or like mm-hmm. lose a parent. And they're like, how are you even functioning? And For I'm really? like, I, I, I don't know. Like I just kind of, had to, I had to at the time. Like now I look at I look at even death so differently. So now I don't look at it as like an ending final thing. Like now it's to me it's a transition. It's not like you're dead and that's it. Mm-hmm. But that's like mm-hmm. a whole that's a that's a whole different that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole topic. But it it does go along with relativity though. Mm-hmm. Because because I'm listening, to, I'm listening to you say a couple of different ways of how you're looking at it now, as opposed to how you're looking at it before. And it's like, as a mom, you know what I mean. And then what you've learned of it more spiritually, those mm-hmm. are still all aspects. But how do we, how do we still be there and have compassion for others who have not even like, you know, they have their own way of looking at it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I don't know. It's just, I guess it's a skill. It's a gift. I don't know. <laughs> it is a skill. It absolutely is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here we you wanna let's go into the number six on okay. um we'll read the rest of the poverty laws because yeah. these are just mm-mm-mm, too good. Mm-hmm. Too good. Mm-hmm. And if anybody's just joining us, we've been talking about different cosmic laws of awareness. And a lot of these laws have they've been in place since the beginning. And these are things that people do not talk about. I mean, you know, sometimes people come across things like we happen to come across this, but this isn't like everyday reading material, I guess. And I know that for some people, they're probably like, what even is this? But these laws have been in place. And I, for me, mm-hmm. if you're not flowing with the law, you're going against it. And we're all works in progress here. Yeah. However, but people think that the law is like what they tell you that the laws of the government, all that bullshit is, right? Mm-hmm. But we have laws that are spiritual with mm-hmm. like and nature, like the laws of nature, cosmic laws. Like these are 
these are the way the world has always, always, always functioned. Oh, we, yeah. you know, what what year did all these laws and shit come into place? 1776 or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, mm -hmm. that's, what about before that? What was mm -hmm. everybody doing? And I feel like this is back to basics. Like, mm -hmm. this is basic how to treat people. And this is to make you aware. Mm -hmm. These are laws of awareness to right. expand out what you know and have you shift your perspective and see like the original, just like the podcast, the original blueprint, see yeah. the original way, original way things really went. And that's mm -hmm. why we brought this out too, because a lot of the things that people know to be true yeah. are not even true. Like, really, like, not even true. Like, Tangent always says, like, we live in the inversion. Like, yeah. everything you know to be true, make it opposite. Mm -hmm. Whatever somebody's doing, I do the opposite. I've always been like that. Mm -hmm. And now I see why. But even these laws, like, the law we were just talking about was the law of poverty. So we went over the five aspects of it so far. Now we're going to number six. So here we go. It says the sixth aspect of poverty comes to those who focus so much on one thing at any cost mm -hmm. that they fail to diversify and partake of the entire banquet of life. Wow. And in the end, find themselves with a vast amount of one thing, but having little else. Mm -hmm. The seventh aspect of poverty is that which comes to those who have been convinced that they are unworthy or incapable of having anything of value because they are fated or destined or karmically cursed to be in poverty. Mm -hmm. And by such belief, they accept their suffering plight. Wow. The eighth aspect of poverty comes through the collective karma. The cultural karma, such as political, environmental, social, natural, or geophysical forces that affect the masses and are usually impersonal to the injured individual. A ninth aspect of poverty comes to those who have been attacked by psychic curses from another or by one's own sense of guilt from deep within the subconscious mind to prevent the entity from having the benefits that would bring happiness. And the last one, the 10th aspect of poverty comes to those who are given everything to make them happy, but have not learned that happiness must be generated from the attitudes within or outer benefits will bring little to no relief. Hey, you know what? Like what? Hey, Nazi. Hey, Nazi. Welcome. Um, that's so funny because we talked about that like was that last night because I was like thinking about people who first of all okay you're impoverished or whatever but then the ones who have everything or or just have like things yep. material you know they're not, not really worried about too much of anything I was just thinking how how difficult is that when you do have all that to even come from a aspect of what you just said from that law like right. to, to still go within because you don't a lot, maybe a lot of people feel like they, they don't even, I mean, maybe because if they, okay, they can see like that, you know, 
that the money doesn't mean that they're still unhappy. And maybe that could right. understand you to go within and be like, okay, I'm not happy still. So what is right. what, what, what am I missing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But those see the piece ones. for me mm-hmm. is uh it says the seventh one where it says those who have been convinced that they are unworthy or incapable of having anything of value. See? Mm. I swore that I was destined to not be shit, to not have shit. Like after I got my felony, I literally was like, I will never be, I will never amount to anything in this life. Like I'm a fucking loser. And it killed my soul. Like I remember, I just was like, Whatever. Look, look at that though. Where is that coming from? That's coming from outside things yep. or things put in place or so-called laws being put in place or how somebody thinks that somebody with the felony is or oh yeah. And and, and the crazier part was that that's how I thought about that's people with felonies, so that yeah. I thought I wasn't shit and I was like, See? Oh my god, uh, like uh, like, oh my God. Mm. And it took me until, mm. okay, so I'm 42. It mm. took me until I was 40 to forgive myself for that mm. whole thing. So from 21 until 40, mm-hmm. I sat and thought I was a piece of trash for years. And it never occurred to me that all it would take was for me to look at it and like say it out loud and see how fucking stupid it sounded. Like, like I know what kind of human I am. So for me to ever have thought differently, but it was because I listened to everyone around me and what my family was saying, like my, my poor father, God rest his soul, that man I've never, I've never seen a human act like that over something. And mm. the way he looked at me, mm-hmm. it was such a disappointment to mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And I get it because I know, I know I would be disappointed too mm-hmm. to see my daughter get a felony and get in trouble and all that that's stuff. Pretty, that's pretty deep, though. I mean, I, I mean, you know, thinking, but at this, but yeah. I would have been like. Hey, are you okay? Like, no one was asking me if I was okay because they were too mad at me. So, like, I internalized that. And instead of knowing who I was, I was thinking I was like some bandit or something. Like, mm-hmm. I really, in my mm-hmm. head, mm-hmm. oh, I was a whole piece of garbage. And mm-hmm. I remember I had gone for like, my dad was like, you'll never get a real job. Yeah, that kind You're of never going to do this. Mm-hmm. And then I wound up getting a job with New York State. Mm. And then when I went there, because that was like a big deal. Like, because mm. people were like, you got a job at the state with a mm. felony? And I was like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but then when I went for the interview, the woman that interviewed me was like, so what'd you get a felony for? So I, I said I was at the wrong place at the wrong time with right. the wrong people. And she was like, and I kid you not, like, I never felt such shame 
from someone I didn't even know. I didn't even know yeah. this lady. And I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, ma'am, like, excuse me. But then everybody at work knew I had a felony. So I had to hear that and got, got so stupid because it really, mm. when, when I think about it now, like none of that shit exists. Like I gave it life. Mm -hmm. So I know even with this poverty thing, like I gave that life in my head that I would never have anything mm -hmm. because of my actions in the past. Now I know abundance is my birthright. Right. I, I get it all. But it's a spirit. It's on a spiritual level. Like I like the way it works now that I know how to like combat. I'm the, I even want to say like combat poverty. Yeah. It's going within. Yeah. That's it. Like self-love, going mm -hmm. within, and getting right with yourself. Mm -hmm. Because you are source. You got to get right. You, people are like, oh, get right with God. Yeah, get right with yourself. Yeah. 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 And then you won't be in poverty. You won't be feeling like, um, what's that word? Depleted. You won't feel depleted. Because you're going to feel full because you're, you're whole in your heart. Yeah, and I know like, that. Yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say I know that sounds corny, but no, it doesn't sound it's corny. True. It's just, it's just that <laughs> it's still, it's still relative. You know, it still is perspective because mm -hmm. when you read those laws and you read the, the, that many like that about poverty, you see to me like you see how that can be in place and then how somebody could derail that and use yes. that against people. You know what yep. I'm saying? So. It, there's been generation after generation of that type of thinking. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And even like, uh, like you said, like um, when I was hearing you talk about how your dad felt about the situation, it's not even what somebody says about the energy, like how you feel. You know, right. you, you can walk through the house and it's like, oh my God, I have to walk on eggshells, you know? Or, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, you still, I think that people, I think we don't realize that we are still energetically, um, like even if we don't, like say it, mm -hmm. we are still feeling it. We are still um, thinking it. You know what I mean? And then we're still producing it. Oh, definitely. And then, and then let's not even talk about how you carry your children in your womb, girl. Listen. Let's not even do that. So we have generation after generation of that, even the poverty mindset. You know, or just, yep. just making do type thing. And so it's that much harder sometimes for people to even fathom. Mm -hmm. Yep, because of what you've seen and know you it's not even what you're thinking, it's what you're seeing to be true. What you're seeing to be true in your own environment. Yep. Like that. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So this whole process, I believe, you know, that like when you see somebody and we're talking out like this and we're saying and we're being transparent about our lives, that you can do it too. Like I can't tell you what happens, what, but right. the, the start of it could be just, just you just making that decision. Like, okay, something's not right, you know, or whatever right. it might be, because I'm telling you there, there are situations out there that are like, you, they, like, like you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know okay. what I'm saying? You don't see, you don't see that. And I, I'm telling you for a long time, but really, um, I always wanted to know what my purpose was, but I, now that I'm, here I'm look I'm looking at I was like on the track to my purpose like pretty much the whole time 
But the main ingredient for that is the self-love. Yep. The main yep. ingredient for any of it is self-love because you def that thing you sent me today on TikTok when that man was talking about um um the ego and separating that yes. from yep. the spiritual. Not necessarily separating, but knowing it. And I think that's what we what we, we we did even with the Diamond Sutra. What the Diamond Sutra did was it showed the separation. Mm -hmm. Even though it was one, right? But yep. it showed the ego and then it showed the spiritual side, right? right? At yep. one in one ball, like in one time, like in like I would say your your third eye, like you can see it from like a kind of, I want to say kind of like a um kind of crystal ball type of thing. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of this is how I saw it. You can see that that ego part play out and then that spiritual part play out. Right. You know what I mean? And you cannot explain the spiritual because that's not yours to really explain. Right. But you can use that spiritual aspect because your spirit first onto the ego. So when he explained it like that, I was like, whoa, because you have to you have to kind of dissect it to even, right. to even understand what's going on. Because the ego side is not going to create necessarily and integrate the spiritual side. But the spiritual right. side can integrate the ego. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And when he was when he was talking to like I think it's funny because he was basically basically what this man was talking about was when he talks to himself, right? And talking to yourself is normal. So like when people think that you're crazy for talking to yourself, like you're you you, you should you should hash some shit out with yourself if you need to because it's really very normal. But he was yeah. saying like when you are doing that, speak to yourself in the third person. Mm -hmm. So like Melissa, what are you doing? Right. And it's so funny because I freaking do that all the time. Mm -hmm. But I and I laugh because I'm always like, like even when I say to you, I'm like Melissa, like Melissa Ann, mm -hmm. what are you doing? Yeah. And it's just so funny because I didn't know that's what I was even doing. But this is just again confirmation that just like these laws, these laws are confirmation of things yeah. that we have already discussed and they're coming up and they're written down. And as we're going along and we're learning all these things, like we're remember really it's remembering yeah. what what you know to be true already. But like as we're reading these books and just kind of like sitting with the stuff. It's so crazy how how deep these laws are, but that they're already inside of us. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing that, like, what even like reading any of these, like, I could pull up yeah. any one of them. Yeah. And even like, all right, so I'm going to read the law of money. Mm -hmm. The law of money states that money is but an artificially created symbol used as a substitute to mm. store energies borrowed, Gosh. earned, spent, owed, claimed, or exchanged. Mm. To be good money, the symbol must be acceptable to others in a society who are willing to part with valuables or energies in exchange for the money symbol. Each society mm. may further define its own money and the use thereof. Now, we've talked about how we are the currency. 
So you may have conversations like this and not even realize that you're in tune with these laws yeah. until it comes to you. And you're like, oh, my God, like, that's what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. We just said that yesterday. We just said that this morning. And and going through and seeing that these are natural. Yeah. Like, this is like the natural law versus mm -hmm. what's written in books that mm -hmm. that men made up. You better say like, it. That's what it is. The man-made. They're man-made. Mm. And these, you know, like, yes, this is written down, but these are actual, like, inside of you mm -hmm. laws. Mm -hmm. Just like when we read Florence the first time, the Florence Scoville Shin, we read A Game of Life and how to play it. Yeah. And the first part of the book says, you need to know spiritual law, mm -hmm. the Old Testament, and the New mm -hmm. Testament. Mm -hmm. If you want to play the game of life, ma'am. But see, most people don't know there are spiritual laws. Mm -hmm. They don't know there's cosmic laws. There's then you got you know all other different and then laws. States, states, states of being. All this stuff is all replica because yep. the states of being. Because even when you say to to know the old New Testament, <laughs> that it's even how that's <laughs> even taught. That's well, it's, it's so many. Ugh. Like I can't wait because I know eventually we're gonna do it and to talk about the Bible the way we talk about it. And like some people talk about the Bible, they think it's a book about people. The Bible for us is not a book about people. It's levels of awareness. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. Right. It's just like the thing. It's about you. It's about you. Yeah, it's about you. It's like a story about levels of your awareness. And even I love when you brought up about the disciples and about their characteristics and stuff because that blew me away. That's all us. It's and it's at the level of awareness that you're at, which characteristic corresponds with you. And that, and you know what? It's so deep. Like what we're talking about right now. That came to me now. We say downloads, whatever. But mm -hmm. I'm going to say Holy Spirit. I'm going to say at that moment, that's what I knew it was. But it, this is before we even, this is long years ago. This is like, yeah, because I had this dream about, about the, I had this dream about disciples and this whole thing. And then it was, it was like, as I was trying to understand what was happening in the dream or whatever, it was saying that these are attributes. Right. I didn't even know what that really meant either. So I had to look that up and all that kind of stuff. And then later on down the line, all these years later, come to find out those are attributes mm -hmm. of yourself. And I know it's just, it's just when you have a certain way that you've learned something for so long, mm. it will be hard to even grasp something like that. That's why it has to be an inside job. Yeah, it has to be something that's coming to you that you that because you have something else to 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 counteract it. It's like you look at it and you bounce back with it, and that's something that goes on in you. Like right. I'm not here to tell anybody, oh, this is what this is, and you need to know, you need to hear what I'm saying, yeah. you know. But what I'm saying is, this is something that came up in me, and right. then later on down the line, it's coming out as confirmation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like this whole thing is that for me because it can't be nothing else other than that. 
You know what I'm saying? Because it has to happen in us as individuals. We have to have an individual walk with ourselves. And that's what I think a lot of people, I think people lose sight of that because it's easy to look at what other people are doing and then compare yourself like, oh, well, so-and-so is here and doing this Mm -hmm. and they understand it this way. But it's just your perception. It goes back to the law that it's how you perceive it. Right. And not everybody's at the same place at the same time. Like there's things that like when we talk, when you say them, I'm like, holy shit. Like I never even thought of that, mm-hmm. but it resonates so deeply with me mm-hmm. that I know it to be true. Yeah. I never thought of that either. I'm like, I just, this is how it just came to me. I'm like, what? And then even like the way that, just the way that things unfold, just the way that like this whole thing works, Mm -hmm. I feel like when you get into alignment with yourself, Mm -hmm. that's when you literally attract in the people that you are in alignment with also. Mm -hmm. And then it allows you to open up and expand and grow and see things differently. Like I know that this podcast is definitely... Not your average Joe podcast of like, do you want to talk about movie reviews or world (laughs) politics? Like, I'm not doing any of that because that's not, that does not interest me at all. Mm -mm. Not even a little bit. Mm -mm. But when we're talking about stuff like this, like, I'm like, I know that these are like life changing things. Right. That could help people. And even if, even if, people don't really understand or maybe they've never encountered anything like this. Do yourself a favor. I put it in the chat. I know it's not going to be on. It's actually, let me read it to you. The, um, the thing it's cosmic. Where is it? Cosmic awareness.org is where this reading comes from. And I mean, there's so many really good, good laws in here. I mean, they're all amazing, but some of them that stuck out were just so hardcore. Like, especially, I want to read the last one. Because <sighs> I just... Hey, you got to read the other one. I, I, I don't know why I keep on... Which one? Which one? The other one we read the other night in Clubhouse. I'm so sorry. That... But no, not right now. You can read the other one first. I'm saying... Why do I keep on forgetting that name? Oh, oh, yes. It's just... Hold on. Okay, here we go. I'm going to read that one first. Are you okay? Yeah. So here we go. It's the law of portrayal. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like the last one, is since it's the very last one, it's like a good, you know. Yeah. So, okay. So the law of portrayal is that law which states that any action portrayed cultivates the attitude of that action to the degree and impact of the energy involved in that portrayal. And with repetition, can mold a real life character quality that emanates and expresses the qualities of that action with all of its accompanying feelings, behaviors, and patterns of expression. The law of portrayal states that anyone's gimmick, role, or characteristic, when repeatedly used and mastered, 
may easily become the master of the one who uses it and may as habit begin to use that person or personality. The behavioral pattern and characteristic can reinforce itself in patterns of belief until an entire lifestyle and philosophy is built around that role seed, which once originated only as a game, a portrayal or limitation of something or character who exemplified that image. And I mean, but see, that's, think of of the people even on the internet though, these influencers, these spiritual gurus, they got gimmicks, they got tricks, they got tips. See, for me, I can't do it. I can't do it. There are very few people that I will sit and be like, oh, yes. I thought I, I, I listen to what they're saying and take it and like internalize it. Most of the people that I look at are dead. Neville Goddard. Yeah, Bob Proctor. Like yeah. these are the people who I am. Like I, I read their stuff. It resonates with mm-hmm. my soul, mm-hmm. and I internalize it. I interpret yeah. it, and I yeah. I can now go about my business. Mm-hmm. But these people are literal gimmicks. I mean that that is a cosmic law. Right there. That's something that that's happening. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, like, but it's also like. Okay, so when it's repeatedly used and mastered, right? So you think you're doing something. You're like, That's all right, that I got my roll down pat. I know what I'm doing, right? It is but a light, it's lights, camera, action every time. May just, easily become the master of the one who uses it. So you're man. sitting there, you're sitting there putting on a whole production, right? Mm. And then that becomes your persona, and that's who you are. And then you like lose that. who you actually are. Like what? But and this is a law. Because you're supposed to be the original. You know, when I used to hear people say like the OG and da da da, and I'd be like, the original. Hmm. I don't know a lot of originals. (laughs) And then I'm like, am I being original? But think about how we think about it though. We weren't like even the story that we're telling. We were not because we had a whole different outlook of who we actually were. Yep. And it became even know. something that one day you woke up and was like, this is not working. So mm-hmm. that's the same thing that's going to have to happen with people who are thinking they're doing something and right. caught up in this whole thing and not even knowing that it start using you. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you, got you think you're really, really okay. doing it. And then that's deep. That's you're a whole duplicate. Because when, when Rocky came on there talking about, and she wasn't even in the room, she came and talking about Richard Simmons. Think about mm. the persona of Richard Simmons. Think about I the whole okay. personality, the whole brand, everything, yeah. right? And then you're literally helping people change their life. Right. Right? But then you're not even doing that for yourself. So that's that's what, just so sad. Like that's what we're doing, though. Right. Right. Yep. When we don't utilize like that man that you sent from TikTok, that's what he's saying. Because I mean, you, you have to actually be like, okay. Because we're vessels, 
right? But we're spiritual. I have to talk to my vessel self the same way I do to everybody else. I'm helping yep. that too, along yep. with everybody else, or I'm speaking <laughs> to that vessel along with everybody else. That's the problem. We leave that part out. Well, because, because yeah, nope, you're absolutely you know right. I mean? that's, like that, that's the last thing that you even go help or yep. go love. Or like SOS, what about me? And, and you don't think like that because it's always outside of yourself, everything. Yeah. Right? But then you got to come back and resuscitate that one is almost like on flatline. You know what I'm saying? And I, that, I mean, when she came and said that, it just, that just put icing on the cake with with what that um, law is talking about. Because you accept in your connecting to another persona outside of yourself is always like trying to escape you and then Ugh. that actual persona consumes you yep and that's all you know you don't even know the difference of you even being that persona and you don't even know nothing about the, the you that you were because that's so small compared to this thing right here i'm telling it you it reminds me of like that method acting that's what it reminds me of, that people get so caught up in the role they're playing. And mm -hmm. this is people, this is everyday people. This is this is people in your family. These yeah. are people, like friends, people that you've worked with. Like think of all the people who are like playing a role instead of just showing up as the authentic version of themselves. Like, you got the person who wants to be the boss of everything. You got the person who's doing this or doing that or doing the most. And, like, you, you've you played a role so long, you don't even know who you are. You don't. And I think, I, I got to be honest, I, see, I feel like I experienced this when I had the kids. Okay. Because I was being, like, I was mom, you yeah. know? And then I didn't know how to be Melissa. Man. Because I was like, who the hell even is that? Like, like I said, like, I know I joke about this, but I'm very serious. Like, I thought all I had to offer to the world was being a mother. And me I'm not too. oh my god. I'm not saying that's not an amazing feat because being yeah. a mother is the most incredible fucking thing that I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Like <laughs> I would not be who I am without my children. Like I, I love my kids like to the umpteenth degree. Yeah, but that is not all that I am. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, oh yeah, like you're good at making like banana bread and chicken nuggets. Like that's cool. I'm meanwhile back at the ranch and cleaning. I'm a great cleaner. I love scrubbing the floor. My bathroom looks great. Yeah, and like so, and it's so crazy now because I didn't, I didn't know who I was. Now yeah. I'm not playing the role of mom. I'm Melissa. I'm, I'm step. I'm like sturdy in who I am now. So yeah. now I can be the the person I want to show up as, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm not just limited to being a mom with no identity. Now I'm like doing the most over here. By doing the least, which is so crazy anyway. And you know, like so how I was like ripping and running, like 
taking my baby to work and all that. And it was so deep how I had to look at it. It's just how I look at stuff now. So my oldest baby got into a car accident. And then my car act, started acting crazy. Uh-huh. And it was like, don't you see? All I'm doing is trying to get, trying to make sure that you get a little, you can get some right. I mean, you need to really stop for a minute. Slow down. Like, it's showing up as this, but honestly, you need to sit down. She needs yep. to learn how to be a little bit more independent. And it's you know, it's not fading that far away. I mean, you know, all these things are all sorts showing me that I have to come out of that. Because I'm not, I'm not balancing it good enough. I'm not balancing it. Right. So it's consuming me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not. Am I here talking about the law of um, what we just got to, talking about? Is for that's nothing you got to be careful of. Because we can always talk about these laws and know somebody else that it can go for. No, it's right. But it has to go for us. It's going for you because I was getting caught up in the repetition of that and not even recognizing that that was that was. An issue, mm-hmm. especially if I want to go through these other doors that I, that I claim I want to go through. You have to have a balance. Yes. You yep. know what I mean? And I was like, man, because I was able to, first of all, be receptive towards what was even going on with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, because 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 we also can be very um, like, oh, no, that's not happening. Or that's not going on. But that's going on. Right, right. Because well, who wants to be the bearer of bad news to yourself? To yourself. It's like, but that's all a part of self love. Yep. You check to check your own self. You have to <laughs> line up with your own self. That's not easy to do. Most people uh-huh. don't want to do stuff like that. It's not like it's not all like you know bells and whistles all the time. No. Roses and daisies. And- yeah, it's not. You know so. I like to say I'm a little love light and go fuck yourself because really that's what it is. It's like, it is. It really, it's not easy. You know, it's just not easy. It's an everyday thing that you're like, all right, like this is how I'm going to show up today. But it gets easier as you do it because anything you practice gets easier. Mm -hmm. And, you know, losing sight of yourself, if you don't, do the inner work it's very easy oh my you god sight of, you don't even know what you're doing because you're you're trying to bombard you know i used to be the queen the queen of number one blaming everybody else mm-hmm. but number two constantly staying busy so that i didn't have oh. to sit with myself Ugly. And I mean, uh, it was ugly. Oh. It was ugly. And like, even healing is ugly. All mm. these things are ugly. But but when you do it, though, it's beautiful. That like now that I know what it's like to actually heal, mm-hmm. Mm. I ask for things to heal yeah. because I know on the other side of that, I am going to be the shiny diamond. Because I'm the best version of me at the Mm -hmm. time. Because it's literally like, give me all the smoke. Mm -hmm. I want all the problems to come up. Yeah, Yeah, I can't. Even like the other day, like when we were reading. um, (sighs) What the hell were we reading? I think it was the Cosmic Laws of Awareness. When I was talking Mm -hmm. about my dad and like back in the day. Oh, no, 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 no. It was before that. 
it was the abundance book, but the way yeah. that it came, the way it showed up for me, yeah. mm -hmm. I did not expect to feel the way I felt. Even today, I had something pop up for me and I didn't expect to feel how I felt, but I know that it's something I needed to heal. Mm -hmm. So I had to sit with that. Mm. But once I sat with it and recognized what it is, I was like, oh, all right, like next, like next. And I know mm. that now, like even, even though it sounds silly, tomorrow when I wake up, it doesn't even exist anymore. It existed for this little time now, mm -hmm. but I felt the feeling, yep. processed it, processed through it, move on. And, and that's it now. Like I'm not wasting mm. time on things that are not, that are not productive for me because I know that on the other side of healing is this like, like even today when I went to the dentist, mm -hmm. the woman that I talked to, the hygienist, we were talking about how the only time is right now. And for her, you could see the shackles falling off of her and you could see wow. her lighter because wow. when you start realizing all these things don't even matter mm. and you can create now, like it was so beautiful. Even though like, I know she's got other healing to do. Yeah. You could see that she was like, wow, like, so you bad. went through all that shit and you like healed that up. And I'm like, listen, it's not overnight. I'm not saying that, but you can, you can, like, yeah. it doesn't matter what you've been through. Like when you heal that up and then once you feel how it feels to heal, you don't That's want to go back. Mm. Like I want to keep healing. And even if it's things that I don't think are a problem, right. if they pop up, I'm going to look at them. Because you feel when it's off now. Like, I used to not know when things were a problem. Mm -hmm. Now I know, like, even today, the thing I had pop up, it kind of, like, it didn't trigger me, mm -hmm. but it, like, twinged my heart a little bit. And I'm mm -hmm. like, why am I even looking at this like this? Mm -hmm. What What is it about me that I have to deal with mm -hmm. on the inside in order to press forward? Mm -hmm. And then I looked at it and I was like, all right, all right. Like, it's really not that serious. Mm -hmm. You can't change it. Mm -hmm. You can absorb it, clear it and move on. And that's it. And even though some people might be like, oh, that's, I can't do that. That sounds so easy. Cause it is, we make it hard. We're telling ourselves these stories and making all this shit up in our head. Cause really at the end of the day, who's telling you about you? You got to jump out and put in new thoughts. And it, and it, it I know it's not an overnight thing, and no, it, it's not. It, it's work, but like, it's so amazing. It's so I could never. I I think about the old version of me, and that poor baby. Mm. That poor yeah. baby, because she was broken broken she was broken and now looking back i'm like whew, i'm glad i saved her because nobody else was coming to save me that... nobody else was coming no one no one no one no one noticed nobody but saw see, 
I had to go back and say, I had to be like, Melissa, you are right in there. Are you okay? And then be like, well, let me go fucking, let me go sew this up over here because no one else is going to do it. Nobody else. And, and it's your, it's your life. Like it's, you are the do it yourself job. But first you got to get the epiphany. Like in, in that. Oh, yes. Case, that, oh. that takes people a little bit. It took me a long time. I was like 40. You know, like I and I I used to beat myself up over that. Now I know it's just the way it was supposed to happen for this time, but like we can save people years, even by sharing how we're sharing. Yeah, that's what I'm why saying. I will yeah. always share. Mm-hmm. I don't care if people are sick of me. Mm-mm. I don't care if they don't want to hear my mouth. Sharing your story. Sharing your, oh my God, yeah. And like, I even said, I said the other day to somebody, I'm like, my literal purpose is to share my story so other people know they're not alone and know that they don't have to be where they're at. You might not love where you're at, but you don't have to stay there. And people are like, yeah, but, yeah, but no, there's no buts. You have to decide. You got to decide. And that's that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. But once you do, like that's like it. You get the epiphany and it's like, wait a minute, I'm a diamond? Wait a minute. Yeah, I'm like. And then, you, and then you like go back and you go. It's like a, to me, it's like a video game. Cause you, like you go back and like. Yep. Rescue the, the other you. Like the princess in the castle on Mario. Yeah. Like go yeah, save her in the bondage. Like oh no, I'm gonna go back to my childhood. Oh no, I'm about to rescue. You know, yep. Like rescue you. You know, I I don't know. Go it's save, so go save little Melissa. Go save little Tanjanique. Go get them. Yeah. But that's what you gotta. You have to. You have yeah. to. I mean, I know there's people that will never do this, and mm-hmm. I understand. I understand because even when I was going through my addiction and. All that shit. It was easier for me to be numb to like mm-hmm. what was actually going on mm-hmm. because I didn't want to look at the ugly parts of me. Yeah. So it was easier for me to pretend like that didn't even exist. Like everything was great, right? Like, mm-hmm. and then once I finally like was like so sick of myself, mm-hmm. and I started looking at everything, I'm like, wait, maybe it is you that's the problem, and mm-hmm. that's okay. It's okay, but you yeah. have to then change that. Like, it's okay to be the problem, mm-hmm. but then you have to actually like do something. Be the thought, or you don't, or you don't. You sit miserable forever. You can do that too. But but you see know? how like but see how like even stuff like oh you're the problem and the solution. Yep. Yeah, and the student and the teacher. Yeah. Okay. Like for real. Like you said, it's always you, and never is gonna be nobody else. To come and save you, and that's another thing that we have been stigmatized with is that it's going to be somebody else outside. We even project that on other people. We even yep. blame other people for not being there. It's like other than I was like, these people did love me. They did what they could do. Like I, yep. I have to love me myself in order to think that it's something to even be done. Like not put that on somebody else. That's rude. That's really it. Really is. It because is honestly. It's too much. It's already enough work. If somebody's helping you do something, that is like that is like so much gratitude because they really don't have to. It's so much work that you have to do for your own self. 
taking mm-hmm. extra time to even help somebody else is a really big, really big yes. thing. You know what I mean? And we should be grateful for whatever type of help along the way or whatever somebody can, you know, contributes to, you know, who you are and stuff like that. So like I like I would like forever be grateful. Like I said for my sister and my my cousin when I was going through the, the um homeless situation with my children, because they gave me, and you know, I'm just saying this right now, I'm just getting this. They literally gave me what I what I give. You know why? Because when I see somebody, if I see a bum on the street, it's the same thing that you read earlier. I do not look at them less than. Right. And nope. they treated me like I was not less than. Even I felt like I'm the one who people come stay with. I'm the one who has a little extra money and like I don't even want it back because I, I just don't want to have that type of energy towards anybody. Right. If I have it, you know, I just don't want to have that energy. I just don't. And to have to be the recipient of that was just so humbling for me. But they treated me the same. They didn't treat right. me less than. If anything, I, like I said, I was doing it to myself. You know right. what I mean? Yep. And maybe because of pride or whatever, whatever it is. But when you can really just not treat some treat somebody for whatever walk of life they're in, just like like they don't. You know, so they won't feel less than then it, that's that's a very strong skill. That's beautiful to do. You know what I mean? But that's part of even that law of um I forget what it's even called right now. The one I just read before about seeing the divinity in others. Yeah, that's and what I'm it, saying. Yeah, like yeah. that when you can do that with people, it's like really it really is beautiful because you don't know whose life you're changing. And yeah. even it's so deep. It, that that law, that law just does it for me because when you, it's, there have been so many times where I know I've been looked down on that people have judged me and all the things and family, friends, people I don't talk to, yeah. Yeah. and like to to be able to look past. But because I'm seeing energy, I'm seeing the spiritual side versus seeing like you're a body. Because, you know, again, we're not just bodies here. Right. You know, and like, I know that it's, you know, a lot of people think you are and that's okay, but that's not true. (laughs) You're not just a body here. Like there's so much. And when you can see that other people are so much too, even even people that you might deem as less than. And I think that, you know, in the sutra, that's where I really learned about that. Yeah. Like I like I knew to always treat people good. Like no matter where you were at. Like even when when I was in fifth grade, we went on a field trip, and we mm-hmm. were in New York City. And there was a man and he was homeless and he was sitting on the ground and we were on our way to McDonald's to go Mm -hmm. get um, ice cream. And as I was walking, I gave him my last $10. Mm. So when we got to McDonald's, I was like, (laughs) so everybody's like, oh, where's your money? And I'm like, "Mm." these women yelled at me yelled at me because I didn't have money for my ice cream. But like no one offered to pay either. But 
I'm just really? saying the fact that like I gave it to a homeless man. I was like wow. 10 years old. But that that giving, I never looked at these people, but I got yelled at for it. Do you know wow. what I mean? Wow. Because people have a perception yeah. of what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And I I will never forget. And I was so I was so sad to get yelled at as like a young kid doing that because <laughs> I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. Right. Because he needed something. Like you could you see. Mm. Mm. So like as an adult now, mm. I look at everybody the same because that could be me. That could be say. me. Like that could be any of us. We got looked at so wrong from our moms because my sisters and my cousin. Mm. They're my, my our moms are sisters, and so we my our grandmother raises, but my grandmother really raised my two cousins because they didn't have their mom or dad, mm. you know. Um, but my mom was like in and out a lot, but still, right. like we ended up being in situations having to live with other people or just. Uh, and we got treated so wrong. Like people literally looked at us like we were never gonna be nothing. Like I'm talking about literally, like literally. You know what I mean? Like, and so like that's that. I, that's why I was making me think. Like I really looked at that, and I was like, I will will never make nobody feel that way. You know what I'm saying? Because I know how it feels for people. And I like you said before, I know who I am inside. Right. I'm not this situation like i'm this is not even i'm a kid in the situation right but because my mom is is in this situation and we're in it with her and they feel like that's a dead end role where she's headed you know mm -hmm. it will be nothing and i'm talking about i know people are, are probably like not i mean because i always been this kind of person but still like it, it comes with um self-worth mm -hmm. um you know what i mean low self-esteem because right. not having stuff and not being able to you know um look a certain just just certain just stuff just stuff but people uh just treated us like we would be nothing like you know yeah so and that's no and now <laughs> I bet those people, see, people are going to really be singing a different tune, you know, because yeah. when you, you know, when you follow your heart and when you start walking in your purpose mm -hmm. and know who you are, like people are going to be like, wait, that's the girl that I thought wasn't ever going to be shit. Mm -hmm. That's the girl who had a felony and got ga ga that's the girl whose mom da da da. Yeah, and yeah. that doesn't define us. And that's I think honestly, like I know that there are so many people out there that go through the same thing, feel the same way. Yeah, beat down by life, all the things, but like you literally don't have to stay there. Mm -mm. Like I that is one thing like I will share my story and yodel it from the rooftops. I don't, cause I'm not embarrassed because yeah, yeah I'm not embarrassed. I know you can change everything. Like and it's, it's just, so much more I could say. It's like, I mean, and I'm sure that it'll come out maybe in a book, maybe in a so-and-so, but like, 
I'm talking about people knew the situation. Like when I was in high school, I'm not saying no names, but literally I was doing work for somebody else to, to graduate and go to college. And mm. it was like, what about me? You knew my situation. You knew that nobody helped me to fill out my financial aid if I needed it. None of, like, okay, did you want to go to school? Do you want to go away to college? I, hell yes. Cause can I get out of this situation right. of, <laughs> of, you know, of just always taking care of just like this, this, situation, Other this poverty situation that I'm in and making do situation. I would love to leave right. the situation, but it's like, I'm good enough only to make sure your child gets and, di and didn't even, and the person didn't even like love the school. They just went there and just effed it all up. Believe me, I wouldn't have came back. <laughs> Believe me. You know what I'm like, saying? I would not have come back. But you know, it's cool. But I'm just saying, I'm looking back on it because I'm, I'm saying it because I, I want to be the person who can see that that, that person is like they want it. It's inside of them. Because yeah. honestly, who you are, like I said before, who you are is already in the seed of who you are, right? Yeah. So the circumstances or how something might look around is not dictating who you actually are. So right. like I want to see like young girls or young guys, whatever, and I can be able to really help because you yes. already have it in you to want to do it. But people are looking at you because of your circumstances or, or yeah. your situation or what your mom or somebody else is doing in your environment. But it's but but they're overlooking the you that you are. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But then you and, also get the people who they see you for who you were then. Yeah. But because they've never changed, they can't understand that you are not even the same person. People people have, <laughs> in my family, they don't even know what to make of me. I gotta be honest with you. Like I haven't talked to a lot of them in a very long time, because they see Melissa with the felony, unwed pregnant mother Melissa, Melissa that had addiction issues, blah 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 blah. That's what they see, and they don't see Melissa who shares her story, mm -hmm. wants to inspire other people to be their best selves, mastered her mindset talks about raising awareness on your divinity and your soul's purpose. Like they well, can't even comprehend that no, shit. They can't fathom what that is. And it, it's, and I saw <laughs> this thing and that guy was, he was saying, you know, people visit my past more than I do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, like, I don't even know that person. Like, can I help you? <laughs> like, I don't even know who that is. Like, I really, I, I have no idea who these people are. And, I was laughing today because I, I was driving down the road by my family's house, like, and I thought to myself, I wouldn't even stop. <laughs> I wouldn't even stop. I wouldn't even, there would be uh, nothing to compel me uh -huh. because it would be like talking different languages because they still think they're talking to somebody from three years ago. Mm -hmm. Versus like who I am now, like right. it's not even does not compute, like not even yeah. on the same it's not. thing. It's not even on the same wavelength, not even mm -hmm. the same galaxy now. Like I'm not even, I wouldn't know who that was. It's so crazy. It's, it's so, so deep. deep. 
<laughs> it really is. But it's so it's just it's also very just beautiful. Like to even be able to look at that and see it a different perspective and stuff. It's such I'm 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 very grateful that I could um look at it, utilize it, alchemize it, and turn it into something else, like turn it into something beautiful, you know. You know, I want to follow that with the law of the universe because I think this ties in perfectly right here because it's okay. exactly, you know, like we read this the other day, but I don't remember the words verbatim. I just think it's funny that like this ties in so perfectly yes. with what we're talking about. So it okay. says entities earn those gifts which they have. Entities evolve by using what they have at hand. Mm -hmm. And if entities truly seek to have these experiences, which are miraculous, mm. then indeed they must devote their energies, time, and lives towards this end. Wow. And I got to say, I really wow. think that this speaks to us because mm. we use what we had at hand. We, you know, the gifts that we have, they are earned. <laughs> really, wow. the gift of compassion. They are. We earn these from what we've been through and what we've wow. persevered through. And like, you know, the experiences that we have now are miraculous. They are. Like, And we haven't even seen nothing yet. We so haven't I'm even sorry. seen anything. Like, this I, is I hit with some, some miracles. I'm like, but you know, yeah. I, I, you know what? I also saw this thing where oh, wow. Literally, the blockages that get formed mm -hmm. are why you're not, why you're, we're not, why you were not successful. Mm, yeah. The fact that we got a hold to this and seeing it as source of our supply, it, there are no blockages. Those, those blockages, like I call them, damn. Yeah. Like I you see what I'm saying? Like I was saying yep. that, but I wasn't knowing I was really talking about. But then I saw it, and it just mm -hmm. like I said, confirmation again. It, it washes yep. away the blockages with the source of your supply. Yep. So I can see what you're just what that's saying right now, because if you're utilize whatever that just got you saying, if you start taking that route, then yep. the, that's gonna get washed away, and you'll next next thing you know, you'll be in the flow of what you are supposed to be doing. Period. Like it, it. I see that now. Just by you saying that, I, I just, I just see it. I see it. Like I see, because once, like even re reading the prosperity. I mean, um the abundance book or whatever and how Neville says you have to wait on it. Like don't, mm -hmm. because you're not seeing it right now. Do not abort it. Do not right. abort nope. it. Do not throw in the towel. Wait on it. It's not yep. late. It's not early. It's right on time. All and of it. I'm telling you right now, having that mindset shift because that's faith, right? To just yep. wait, wait, right? When it comes you just end the day. You just end when it comes. Period. Yep. It's there. And I'm talking about, I just got hit with two things back to back. Like, uh, I'm like, wait a minute. I can, I can just, I can really enjoy more of this. This is <laughs> I'm having this happen like over a different, different way. Like, yep. whoa. You know what I mean? I'm just like, but see, once you, once you, once you clear the blockages, right? It allows the flow. But you don't so, even know how to clear the blockages. Think about people are, nope. are are trying to clear the blockages. Yep. But it's really, I mean, 
lot of people don't even know they have blockages. Like I know I had, so I could rattle off a slew of them between money blockages, like in my heart, like, cause I, I, I remember when my heart opened. Oh my God. Like I, I remember. It was I, literally I, like a, it was literally like a crack. I was like, and I was so, <laughs> but I was so like, excuse me. Cause I, I, I just knew my heart wasn't hardened. Well, that's what I mean. Like I, I was like always loving on people and da da da, but I wasn't loving myself. So when I did it, I was like, when I like really got it, my heart, it felt like the Care Bear stare. Literally, my heart felt like it lit up and it was like alive. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I've never felt my heart feel like this before with so much love. It was so weird. I was a straight thin man. I didn't even know. I was a little mad. back, right? What? Oh my God, I love it. I love it. She said I was a straight tin man. I was. But this also too, like even the last part where it says, then indeed they must devote their energies, time and lives towards this end. Like, okay. I don't know, like this just for me, That's it, just, it just hits because this is my life. Like the work that we're doing, again, not hammering nails, the inner work, evolving, loving on myself, showing up as the best version of myself, and it allows other people to do the same. This is my job in my life. I don't, I don't need like a job at a store or this is my this is my life. This is what I'm doing. I invest all my time into what I'm doing. Yeah. We do it to like we literally do this together. Like we are each other's biggest cheerleaders of yeah. like being our best selves. Yeah. I mean, even even being in the even being in the like clubhouse every day, like what? Mm -hmm. Like if I put too much thought into that, I'm like, what are you? What were you doing? Exactly. Yep. But you know what though? Honestly, like even now, as we've been doing like the prosperity challenge, mm -hmm. we're on day thirty three tomorrow. I think mm -hmm. thirty three. Mm -hmm. Now we've shown up every day mm -hmm. for the last thirty two days. Mm -hmm. to spend time together to read and then to meditate on what we heard from the reading. Mm -hmm. And then we sign off and journal. That's like unheard of for people. People don't do this shit. Mm -hmm. And that's why like being the example, right. is so powerful because I know that we inspire other people to want to do the same. Mm -hmm. And it's because of what, they're going to see happening in our lives, mm -hmm. but it's literally because we're walking out like what God has for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm not saying everybody, like, I'm not saying you got to go be a preacher. I'm not saying you got to go do whatever, whatever your purpose is, yeah, whatever when your you purpose walk is. in it. When you walk in your purpose, everything is a green light. Everything you're doing is a green light. Yeah. And it's like, I know that it's scary for people. There are a lot of people who get the call that they feel called to do something and walk a certain way. 
but maybe you're like afraid to, or maybe mm -hmm. you're not quite sure. But if you just listen and then walk it out, it's all green lights because mm -hmm. you're doing the work you're doing like with love in your heart. Like mm -hmm. I, I can't do it any other way now. Like I used to be like, Oh God, how could I ever do work like this for myself? And I was like, there's no way. And then I went back to like, you know, slinging chicken nuggets thinking, Oh, I'm just going to be a regular mom. And I can't be. No. I can't. I'm not regular. I never have been. Because and like you're not getting, you're not, you're not getting, you're not trying to get nobody to like you. It's like this whole, it's like you don't. No. It's like <laughs> I almost hope people don't, and I hope they like delete me. That's where I'm at now because <laughs> I, I'm not for everyone, and I don't want to be. I want to be for me, and oh. then the right people are gonna gravitate to me. Like it took me 40. One years to find you, you know, and I'm okay with okay. that. No, really, like it took because that's when I, you know, when I started being like my whole self, that was like the beacon. Okay. And then, like, here come, like, here come people, and you like line up together, and you're like, oh my God, like, everybody's like this. True. Like, wow. But meanwhile, my whole life, I never found anybody that even talked like this. Yeah. That's but true. now I have a plethora of people around me to to bounce off of and, like, just to even, like, expand. Yeah. But it's because I lined up with myself. Mm-hmm. And That's if I didn't true. do that, I'd okay. still be like, what do I do? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like... It's just a matter of really wanting to wanting to know what what you're doing. I don't know. Yeah. Like for me, it's I, yeah. I want to know what I'm doing in my life, but it comes through as us doing a podcast, as yeah. us being in clubhouse rooms. Like mm -hmm. like I know that I'm walking my purpose because it's all green lights. It's all green lights, and it's also not dictated by outsources. Nope. Because think about all the things that happened could have if, if we were thinking in the same way we were before. Yeah. What somebody else is doing or saying could derail mm. what you're supposed to be doing. Yep. And like, it's like they're a little roadblock. We're not branching out. We're branching out. This is what we we're supposed to be doing as a collective. But even well, if it, even, even if they're the not minute, doing it, you still gotta do what you need to do. Because exactly. maybe you still gotta do it. Well, this, 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 this even when we left the room, when we left the room, when we broke away and decided yeah. to go on our merry way, that's when all the green lights started. Yeah, it was simple. It necessarily bad about being there. It's just that what is it? We were, we were expanding and needed. Yeah. We needed to find ourselves and find our own lane. Yes, and we weren't doing that. We were we were in a space that was hindering our growth, mm -hmm. you know? So like, as we expanded out and we, you know, shuffled our feet on to the next town, everything was a green light. Right. The podcast was a green light. The way we show up is a green light. We're on the clubhouse doing our thing with the prosperity book. Like everything's been a green light since we chose to walk our purpose. Like, 
as much as yes, helping people is a part of the purpose. Mm-hmm. It was the arena that we were helping. It was, um, it, it wasn't, um, do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. at that point we were like stagnant. We weren't growing. Because you, cause you reach, cause, okay, you reach a plateau. That's the thing. Yes. Yep. It was, everything was all purposeful. Yes. And then yep, for growth. And then when, when, when you feel like it's a collective movement and then it's not because somebody is, whoever it is, the energy of somebody still want believing in a separate self kind of like thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then you have to make a decision to still keep like that collective works. mindset because it, even if it is only a couple of people or even if it is just you, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? When you reach your, when your cup is full, and that's where it is, and you have to recognize that. Exactly. Because yep. that was something that, you know, what, well, it, lo- it, it looked like it was the next step for, for all of us. Right. Right. But then maybe there was some differences, maybe there was something, whatever, and that's fine. That's all, too, about what we're saying all today about right. relativity and all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Now, some sometimes people don't feel like they need to be transparent enough to say it but energy is everything yep you know and sometimes you don't force your way in something when you could feel that it's 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 a it's a change happening and that's okay you know what i mean yeah but what i'm saying is if you still did not know yourself then that would make you maybe stay and not saying that the environment was even it was beautiful beautiful but if something is nudging you to tell you to grow or go, then you must answer to your answer to the call. Is what I'm saying. You know, answer the call. Well, that's exactly. And when you know, even being in spaces like as you're growing, like not everybody is going to resonate with where you're at. Not every not everybody is going to even not everybody's going to even appreciate who you are. Cause even like the same way that my family will never look at me for who I am. Your children. Oh, please. Like, come on. Your, your, your significant of your spouse or whoever the heck you anybody, can, whatever, please. But to be able to, once you actually are like, all right, I'm choosing me, even if other people don't like it, that's when the green lights are like, boop, boop, because you're walking in your purpose. Your purpose isn't for everybody. It's for you. And like some people think that their purpose is your purpose. But like we've said before, like I'm my main character. You're your main character. We assist each other to grow. Yeah. But I'm not saying your movie you're gonna be my support you're gonna you're gonna be my backup dancer so you go do this and and i run the show that's not that's not it it's to work together for the greater good of people yeah and what that looks like in certain places or families friends or whatever environment Mm -hmm. when you feel that it's not in alignment and you feel that it's not going how you're going you owe it to yourself to remove yourself. Yeah. This way that you can get the green lights. Because the mm-hmm. minute that the minute you're not being true to you, mm-hmm. it's a problem. It's a problem. When you when you're choosing other people, their happiness over yours, 
that's a problem. It's a problem. You're making sure, oh, well, I don't want so-and-so to be mad at me. That's a problem. That is. Are you mad at you? You should be. You should be able to have, and I feel like <laughs> when you're choosing, you should be able to have, able to have the hard conversations too. Oh, that, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like you should be able to, like, if you, if you want to go another way, then you should be able to have the liberty to say that you want to do that. And, and it should be okay right. with everybody because, exactly. like, it goes back to the first law we read. It's your perception. So mm -hmm. if you know your perception is saying, all right, this is what works for me, mm -hmm. people should go, okay, mm -hmm. enjoy. Mm -hmm. I love you. Mm -hmm. Even if even if you don't want to do X, Y, Z right now, but mm -hmm. I love you. And that's it because it's your perception of what's going on. It's not for anybody else to understand. It's not for anybody else to judge or anything. But people forget that sometimes. And that's that's sad. If everybody allowed each other to grow at their own pace, to expand at their own pace, and not be like, oh, well, why aren't you doing this? Like, everybody has their own path. Everybody has their own thing. Mm -hmm. And always choose you if it feels out of alignment. Mm -hmm. Because that's when... If you're out of alignment, you're. I feel like it's like you're at a stop sign, but you're not moving. And then you start and acting then, out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You start yeah. acting out, right? You and, know. Then, and then you cannot have the, the 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 conversations that need to be taking place or whatever. And then you start doing certain things that are undercutting, undermining, and not. Other people. And it's messing up the energy and the flow of an environment. Right. right. And that speaks more volume than the words that you could have just spoke. Yep. You see what I'm saying? It's a, yeah. Communication is like huge. And that's even like in a relationship. Like, oh my God, yeah. Especially you know, you start acting different, start acting weird. What, what, what's going on? Like, right. do we need to talk? Right. I know nothing's going on. You're, you're not telling the truth. Right. Nope. You know? So then now, okay, I'm not going to step in the ring with you. I'm not going to continue with you. I'm not going to have an argument with you. I'm going to say, whenever okay. you talk. Right. Yep. <laughs> but I'm going to go over here. <laughs> Period. You yep. know? I'm going to go and enjoy my, my peace. Because Pete, I know peace you got to wrap it up. My thing is, that's another thing. Once you experience peace. There's nothing like it. Like, no, ma'am, no, sir. I'm, There's nothing. I'm, I'm cool. Once you get a taste of it, peace is priceless. It is. And like I said, peace isn't, everything's not going to look the same for everybody. Like, my version of peace is different than other people's versions of peace. But once you once you really feel that in your heart, you're, you're going to do everything you can to seek that out. Mm -hmm. Even if it means losing people. Walking away from situations, changing yourself, whatever you're gonna have to do for you mm -hmm. to feel that peace, you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. I mean, I will never sacrifice my peace again. Yeah. Ever. Because yeah. it's just too it's too beautiful, it's to be honest with you. Beautiful. Like uh, going to bed at night with like a clear heart. It just hits different. A clear mind. I've gone to bed in tears, in in misery, 
Maybe. Sadness, disgust. To go to bed in peace? Man, listen. That's just... It's the ultimate. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, I know we have been on... Oh, we've been on a long time, but we could talk for hours. Mm -hmm. Like, that is just the way it is. Because this is, you know... I just want to say thank you to you for even doing this with me because no, thank I, we this is just so bomb. And I love that we can come on and talk like this. And I know that whoever listens to this, like I know this helps people because these are real life things that we've yeah, been through. And it's stuff we're, you know, still navigating life, but like the things that we've learned so far. We want to share them with people because if we knew this stuff years ago, yeah, you know, and not saying that you can shortcut a process, but even expanding your mind to know that there's something else that opens up doors that you can't even imagine. Yeah. So just even having the awareness of it is like so important. So Thank you, guys, everybody that comes yeah, through and you. listens to this. And yes, anybody. On the lives, everybody, because everybody. we really appreciate it. Because without yeah. you guys, we could not even do this. Like, mm -hmm. we couldn't even do it. So I want to thank everybody. And we, oh, oh, so, okay. So next week, we oh, will yeah. be live together. Bye. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait. Oh my God. I cannot even wait. I cannot even wait. I'm so excited. Like I talked about it today and I was like, I got so excited because that's going to be so cool. Cause our energy is bomb like this, but in person, mm -hmm. I can't, I cannot mm -hmm. wait. I cannot even wait. So we will be together next week. And I'm not really sure what we're going to talk about. I know we were talking about doing like a question and answer. Mm hmm. Or something like that, but I think we might just wing it. Yeah. I don't know. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. We'll see what we're gonna talk about. But I will love you guys. In mind, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we got. We'll we'll figure something out. Okay. So I love you guys, and we will see you next week, okay. live and direct from Texas. Yeah. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. All right. We love All you right. guys. Have a great yeah. night. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.